Hello and welcome to the Models Inc. cast. What? what? Well, hello, it's me. I'm very sophisticated discussing models. Oh my god, these models. Oh, tell me more. Oh, Mary, Models Inc. has so much to offer. I am so excited that we together are going to talk about it a little bit and that I'm going to watch every episode of this highbrow show. I'm so glad we've made this arrangement the way we've made it. Can I tell you about the characters of this epic drama? Yes, please, please. Well, it starts with special guest star Hillary Michaels, Amanda's mother. Also known as Mommy. No, no. And then the rest of the cast, they conveniently made a point to say in alphabetical order to justify that in a show about female models, the three dudes showed up first. Oh, it was the next. Yep. But first, we got David, Hillary's son. He's the vice president of modeling. That's not correct. And then uh, we also have Eric. Eric, he's kind of a douche. Okay. Uh, And then Brian, of course, Brian. Brian is a photographer who likes to do it in the kelp. And then the crossover star, Sarah Owens. She's from Iowa, allegedly. She's no fully. She's fully from Iowa. Oh, she's from Iowa. And her good sister friend Julie. Julie, she's from the outback. Crikey, that's what I call her. And they—they're living with um, superstar model Terry. Terry, she was the world's most beautiful woman for a minute. She was. She was. And and her good sister Carrie. Her sister Carrie was in the Matrix. Yeah. And then of course we have the model Linda. Linda wears a hat. Sometimes. <laughs> Mary, we are going to go through the whole series of Models, Inc. together. Are you ready? Uh, I'm ready because I'm not going to be watching it. Hello and welcome back to episode nine of the Models Inc. cast. We are discussing the episode, Old Models Never Die. Mary, I think they're going for subtlety with this one. <laughs> I, I just don't think that that statement that old models never die is factually accurate, but I'll, I'll go along with it. I think, you know, I think it, ha- I think it was factually accurate as of 1994, though. I don't know that any old models had died yet. Well, they didn't have any old ones yet. Exactly. So it was accurate. Okay. Also, the most beautiful woman in America, thrown off a balcony, becomes the most beautiful ghost in America, and then crimps her hair, and now she's back. <laughs> Maybe I should crimp my hair. Maybe that would change everything. I should, you know, as soon as I said it, I thought, oh, I'm overselling it by the crimp. It's a slight curl. I, I think she just didn't straighten her hair that day. I think it's more fun when you say it's crimped. Okay. Well, <laughs> maybe that's her nickname, Crimper. Crimper, that's what we'll call her. The call most her crimper. Bottle in America. <laughs> well, Mary, I've got uh, some storylines to update you on. And I was back on YouTube now. Um, and I have a whole bunch of very exciting advertisements to tell you about. I mean, I hate to say it, but those often are my favorite part. So. You don't hate to say it. Also, <laughs> I need to listen, listen. Who am I to complain? You know, I'm not the type to complain, Mary. You, that's what I always say. Uh, 
I do you know I I have heard that about you that like you're just always saying that Tej is not the type to complain. Tej is not the type to complain, and the like people at the bakery are like, "Ma'am, this is a bakery. Do you want a cinnamon roll or not? It's way too big, way too expensive, and you have to order it from the sidewalk because of COVID." <laughs> oh, boy, that's bringing, bringing me back. That's really bringing COVID times. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope by the time we drop this episode we're not in another variant oh my god oh my god yeah <laughs> well anyway <laughs> i'm not one to complain but the the person who is violating copyright laws by loading these episodes on youtube <laughs> they they did a kind of thing they went in and they edited so that like they removed many of the commercials oh yeah um from the video not from the audio oh so uh it got real hard for me to tell what's happening so to any uh models and gurus that are listening to this (laughs) please cut me some slack by the end there was an eight minute difference between what i was seeing and what i was hearing oh that's really egregious i'm sorry yeah but but the trade-off mary is i can tell you about the ads Oh, no, that's true. <laughs> I guess I guess I do like that. <laughs> All right. So let me tell you, as you know, last last week was it operated as a mid-season or a season finale. It wrapped up all the storylines. Yeah, it really did. I was surprised. I would be convinced that they had an eight-episode run booked and that it could have ended there. Yeah. And, and that, it, that they then renewed it and ordered the second half of the season or the second two-thirds or three-quarters or whatever. That's, that's what I think. That's my theory. Yeah. I... I- that makes sense yep Yep. so now uh everything is just kind of starting fresh starting anew um i'd like to tell you about detective soto the sexy doctor who was or detective who was i don't know captain america what did christopher say i see i think i got us all screwed up somebody else was somebody yeah (laughs) yeah Um, and again i'm not going to imdb i'm not going to figure this out but although christopher did not need to go to imdb let the record show no he knows his stuff he knows he does he comes prepared and he comes to play yeah someone on this podcast has to (laughs) it's not me it's it's probably not me i'm gonna be (laughs) well hillary and soto just a short scene not much going on here um soto comes to hillary essentially uh, at one point says angrily, like, tell me you never felt anything for me. So you kind of, you get the whole thing, right? The pushback, yeah, you arrested me, you stole my printer, blah, 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 blah. You right. stole my printer? Remember, that's why they arrested Hillary, because the the <laughs> one of the letters matched the printer's fingerprint. Oh, my God. I had forgotten, mm-hmm. that, I'll be honest. Yeah, well, you know, look, 90s tech. <laughs> Which brings us to our first commercial, Mary. Oh, good. Little Caesars, a pizza company. Are you familiar? I literally had Little Caesars for dinner tonight. I'm not even kidding. It was so doughy. It fills you up till it hurts. Well, they wanted you to know in 1994, you could get a sausage pizza from Little Caesars. Yeah, yeah. Which included green peppers. I'm listening. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's that's, that's a topping you did not order when you order a sausage pizza. You know, that's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll take them. I'm happy to take them, but you're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, would you care to guess how much a sausage pizza from Little Caesars cost in 1994? Well, I know that now a hot and ready is $5 in my <laughs> mm-hmm. geographic. 
So I'm going to say in 1990, whatever, it was $4.99. $5.99. Holy shit. Inflation's not a problem. Thanks, Joe Biden. No inflation here. No, that pizza's even cheaper and it's hot and ready. Yeah. Although it only comes with sausage, no free green peppers that you did not order. (laughs) Oh my God. I remember when Little Caesars came to my town. That was a big deal. Mm -hmm. Big deal. And you know what? It still is to me. I remember considering coming to your little town and Little Caesars was a big deal to me. (laughs) I bet it was. Remember when they made, a couple years ago, they had a pizza. They made the crust out of pretzel dough. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember trying that. Oh, I loved it. I ate the fuck out of it. It was before my vegan days. That's right. Yeah, it was still kind of fun then. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Came with a nacho cheese side sauce. You know uh, what they serve the vegans in the college cafeteria I ate dinner at today? Yeah. Not the the quinoa beet burger (laughs) that I sent you a picture of. That was just just a sample. I'm still not clear whether you liked that burger and wanted it or you were making fun of it. It was very unclear. (laughs) This was a vegan pizza. All right. Dill pickle hummus. Oh, God. And arugula. That's that one that Barack Obama likes, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's why he lost Iowa. He did not actually lose Iowa, for the record. With vegan cheese and red peppers. I'm going to have to pass on that one, (laughs) Caesars, but I respect that it exists. (laughs) It was gross. Is that which dinner? Yeah, instead of tomato sauce, it was dill pickle hummus. Did they warn you that was there? Did you find out? Like, no, I mean that was the name of it: dill pickle hummus. Oh, oh, and arugula. They didn't surprise you, and like they didn't tell you. They told you that was on the pizza before you got it. I'm just saying, maybe Little Caesars is using this college cafeteria to test run products, and I don't think the dill pickle hummus pizza is coming your way for five ninety nine. Well, those are premium ingredients, much like the green peppers on that sausage pizza in the 90s. Okay, well, back to Models, Inc. Let's talk about (laughs) what's happening with Julie and David and Sarah. Okay, Julie is crikey. Uh Uh-huh. David is the vice president of modeling, and Sarah's from Iowa. Sarah from Iowa. Uh Uh-huh. So when when last episode ended, when the the mid-season finale hits, episode eight, uh, Julie and David make out. Uh, so David picks Julie. Sarah's c- clearly going to be with Brian. Which is a downgrade, but whatever. Yeah. Well, perhaps, but that's how it goes. There's some stuff happening at the party, at the um, all-employee meeting. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to that. But there's a moment where David is meeting with Monique Duran, the most beautiful woman in America. Oh, yeah, the, with crimped hair. Yeah, and he won't look at her. And she finally says, would you look at me? I'm not Terry. <laughs> uh, and then for whatever reason, in, again, I couldn't tell because the audio and the visual were not matched. David kisses Monique on the cheek and Julie saw it through the glass. Oh, scandal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we get some of Julie's backstory uh, as she's venting about this. She needs to succeed. She's been working since she was 12, blah, 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 blah. What did she work at when she was 12? I don't know. They didn't say. Or, oh. they, or they did and I couldn't keep track of it. I bet she was working at Little Caesars. Five ninety nine pizzas. Employee discount. Anyway, she's venting to the models uh, at the beach house about the situation with David. Um, 
when one of them, I think Monique, brings her a matchbook from a restaurant. Do you remember that, Mary? I do remember when those were a thing. Yeah. And on the inside, she said, what's this? And the woman says, I don't know. It's just delivered. Monique said that. And it's a note from David to meet me at this restaurant. So she gets excited and up she goes. All right. Uh, and again, there's almost a confrontation, I think. Again, the timeline was weird because she confronts him about kissing Monique. And he said, I just kissed her on the cheek. And she's kind of like, David, this just isn't going to work out. It didn't work out once before. We shouldn't have tried again. And he says, if you leave, I will just chase you. Hashtag hashtag feminism. That's a good line. I mean, that is one way to get someone to just give up. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, they start making out. And and Crikey, Julie says, um, this time it's going to be forever, David. Oh. Yeah. So, And you know what forever means in the Models, Inc. world. At least eight episodes. At least a episode. <laughs> I really might try that line. Like, if you leave me, I'm just going to chase you and see how that works. <laughs> uh, Sarah, Sarah, meanwhile... Um, is giving up on Brian. So they are going to go, Sarah wants to go with Brian to Santa Barbara for the weekend. So she can break up with him? No. To, this is before she wants to break up with him. Oh, she oh, wants okay. to go. She wants to get away. Okay. This comes up a little bit because Sarah is saying things like, I don't understand what the big deal is about Monique. And Julie is like, I don't understand what's your problem. Oh, Brian is smitten with Monique, the most beautiful woman in America, because she reminds her of Terry, the other most beautiful woman in America, who would have sex and sea kelp with him. Yeah, they did have some really good times in that sea kelp. Yeah. So Brian says, yes, I want to go to Santa Barbara with you. And Sarah, and he says, when can you go? And Sarah says, I could go right now. And Brian's like, oh, I can't go till tomorrow. Do you know why he couldn't go till tomorrow? Why? He had a photo shoot with Monique. Why doesn't he just tell her that and be honest, men? Yeah. And the photo shoot's going, okay, it's fine. And Monique, fuck the environment, I guess is what Monique Duran thinks. (laughs) She picks up a can that looks like hairspray. Okay. Yeah. And sprays it at herself. Okay. All right. So, So picture a hairspray spray coming at you. But we're to know that it's just water. Because she does it, and Brian's like, oh, my God, do that again. And she says, what? I'm just trying to cool myself off. Okay, she's literally getting herself, like, she's getting her her face wet. So, like, this is not just cool. You wouldn't just cool yourself off like this on a photo shoot. Yeah, it seems like it would mess with your makeup. Yeah, but he's like, just, no, just keep doing it. It's working. And then she says, oh, sure, I get it. You want me to seduce the camera. (laughs) Well, you are a model. (laughs) <laughs> and and remember how I said Models Inc. is going for subtlety. Brian says, uh, yeah, the camera, right. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> anyway, so uh, there's more of that. And, and she just keeps spraying herself with this mist of water from a hairspray can. Like, I think she's freezing her face. I don't know what is happening. Is it like those cans of... It's not liquid nitrogen, but like I worked for the school district one summer when I was in college cleaning the schools. And uh-huh, we- uh-huh cans of like it was like cold air and you used the gum off of things no there's a a, i know what that is uh i won't go into detail on why but i know what that is that's not what this was this was this was liquid coming out on her face okay and it it got brian hot 
Okay. Well, it sounds like Brian's a pretty easy target for the most yeah. part. So Sarah and Brian later are talking and, and Sarah figures it out and says, Oh, you're, you're just into Monique. You think she's Terry. And Brian's like, look, when we got together, I was getting over Terry. And Sarah's like, and now you think you have another chance. And they break up over this. Um, because Brian says, well, we can still go to Santa Barbara, but as friends. Oh God. Yeah. So he's, he's choosing the most beautiful woman, woman in America over Sarah from Iowa. Wow. She keeps really losing out. Mm-hmm. Sarah goes on a girl's night out with Cynthia. That's the new model. The one with the five-year plan. Oh yeah. She has a plan. Yeah. I like Trailblazer. That. Trailblazer. Trailblazer. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Brian comes out and is apologizing to Sarah. And she's like, I don't care. I don't care. I'm not sitting here pining over you. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> that's fine. This part of the episode ended with Brian and Julie making out on the beach. Okay. okay. And we cut immediately to a Pert Plus commercial that says the beach will kill your hair. <laughs> and they are. They're introducing to Americans the concept of a two-in-one. Holy shit. Which I was yeah, which was the precursor for the heteros- the creation of heterosexual American bros getting three-in-ones. What's Shampoo, that? conditioner, and body wash. Oh my god, Mary, it's so disgusting. Oh, I think I've smelled some of those. Yeah, yeah and they're out walking around in nature. Let me tell you what, if, if we have any heterose- heterosexual males listening to this. I don't think we do. But if we do, they should email us at melroseplacecast at gmail.com. You send in your questions, but if I may offer you a piece of advice as, as a lady of a certain age. Um, <laughs> 27. Uh, <laughs> maybe don't put on as much of that stuff. Because <laughs> uh, like, sometimes I'm at the store and I'll like, just happen to go by someone. And I'm not, I, I avoid people, let's be very clear. I do not want to be near anyone for the most part. So like, <laughs> I can smell your Axe body spray from the distance I'm at, which is significant, you have a little too much on. So maybe just, mm-hmm. maybe less. Less is more. Less is more. Uh, Mary, the time is going to come when you'll need to deliver, deliver that message to my 12-year-old son. <laughs> it's not yet. He does not care about how he smells, as you probably know. Um, <laughs> you can smell that at a distance, too. <laughs> I'm not sure what I'd rather smell, but it's a real toss-up. I mean, <laughs> ooh, that's Man alive, that'll singe your eyeballs. <laughs> All right. Well, now we're back to Models Inc. And Carrie uh, is very upset because she's depressed. She's got nothing to live for. Oh, yeah, because she was the most beautiful model and then the most beautiful ghost. Yep. And her kid is gone. Her fiance, I think they were engaged, is gone <laughs> and back with his wife. Everything is just falling apart. Wow. And she says her sister died hating her. But she always loved her sister. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a party. And Carrie is sad. Nothing to celebrate. She doesn't understand why all these people are celebrating. And uh, she just goes straight out into the ocean and starts swimming until she can't swim no more. Oh. That's... Fortunately, they see her and they go rescue her. Oh. All right. Yeah. Which brings us to a heart-to-heart. Carrie's... Um, sitting on the couch and just opening up her soul about her sadness to, can you think of anyone better than Monique Duran? (laughs) 
the woman who looks just like her dead sister. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. And uh, Carrie says, Kyle is the only family I have left. And now he's gone. Kyle being her son that she put up for adoption. Uh, and she says, I need my sister. And Monique looks at her and said, I think, again, the audio and visual were off. <laughs> looks at her and says, I know. And hugs Carrie. Oh. Yeah. So the most beautiful sister in America is hugging the most beautiful woman in America, except with crinked up hair. Crimped. <laughs> There's just a lot to think about here. There's mm-hmm. really- Much like Cluster's Cereal, <laughs> sponsoring this episode of Models, Inc. <laughs> what are the clusters made of? There's a lot of nuts, right? <laughs> I've, I have a vague memory of this. I think it was meant to compete with Honey Bunches of Oats. You're right. I remember that. Yes, you're right. This one shows a gentleman holding a spoon, eating his cereal. But he's being stalked, Mary. Oh, God, no. By hungry, hungry squirrels. That's genuinely terrifying. Who can't manage to get in the house to get to the box of cereal. No, no. But they can manage to get a giant magnet up to the roof, which... Plunge, pulls the spoon up to the ceiling. The guy does not let go of it, and it pulls him too. And oh now God. he's hanging from the spoon on the ceiling. It's kind of crazy. It sounds like nothing else that's potentially magnetizable moves in the house, <laughs> right? like the wiring. <laughs> yeah, and and also the spoon is strong enough to hold this this full guy. And plus, he's got a belly full of clusters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Full of nuts. Just full of nuts. <laughs> wow. Oh. For the past. Speaking of nuts, <laughs> let me tell you about Linda. Oh, she's the one in a hat. She's the one in a hat. Um, we, If you remember, last episode ended uh, with Eric being disappeared. Hillary sent him away. Chris gave him $10,000 for the demo. Chris being the, the, the spoiled rich kid that wants to date Linda. Yes, that's right. Yes. So we learned that Chris does still want to be with Linda and he doesn't care about the quote porno tapes (laughs) because now that Eric doesn't have them, the only two people in the world who know are Hillary and Linda. I'm sorry, him and Hillary and neither one of them are going to say a word. Oh, that's so nice. (laughs) Yeah. I will remind you, this porno tape was commercially purchasable in the (laughs) storyline. Yeah, but it had that generic title of XXX, so it's hard I, to remember what it is. I, I, you know, they probably should have copywritten that phrase. Or they should have called it, like, Linda with a hat. <laughs> or Linda with no hat. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Chris, uh, he wants Linda to move in with him. Um, That seems fast. That seems soap opera-paced. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Chris wants Linda to move in with him. Meanwhile, Eric is out walking the streets. Oh, Eric, he was the one who used to go out with Linda. Yep, and he hit her and uh, threatened her and blackmailed her. But he gets jumped and beat up in the night. Oh, I mean, I feel sorry for him, but not very sorry. Yeah. Um, Chris is... Oh, God. Are you ready to be grossed out? Am I ever, you know? Chris is, Chris is making out with Linda, and he says, hold on, I'm going to go get ice cream. Who likes everybody likes ice cream? 
you, you know, nothing, nothing fuels the sexual energy like two things, Mary. Chili dogs. <laughs> or a tum-tum full of dairy. Mmm. Ooh, I wonder what flavor he was going to get. Well, Linda says, the question, she said, oh, what's in it for me? Okay, pause here. Um, <laughs> someone's going to get ice cream. The ice cream is in it for you. What the? F- oh, maybe she doesn't eat because she's on, like... Oh, she's on model diet, maybe. Yeah. Okay, that or could be. maybe she's lactose intolerant and they didn't have as many options in the 90s. Uh, you know, I suggested that about Amanda Woodward in the episode where Christopher and Nan were guests and uh, you all laughed at me. So that <laughs> I'm not accepting. Not denied. <laughs> anyway, Linda says, oh, what's in it for me? And uh, Christopher says, you're going to be the dish. Oh, that sounds messy, but what do yeah. I so it's not a tum-tum full of dairy. <laughs> Look, it could be, I guess. I mean, <laughs> it depends. Oh, She's so skinny like a model. Maybe when she lays down, like her stomach goes in, unlike most of us. <laughs> I think that's correct. I think that's correct. Um, just a, a you know, word to the wise. Uh, there's always this idea that, like, you know, there's sexy foods you can bring into the bedroom. No. Nothing dairy related. It, it sounds great in theory. You know, a little whipped cream can. Nope. It just seems like a mess. And, you know, God knows I have enough messes around here as it is. And it does not stay cold for more than 10 seconds. No. And then it's, you got another layer of something sticky. And (laughs) let's move on. Let's move on. (laughs) Anyway, Eric, because he got jumped in, is not feeling safe. Remember, he got jumped because he got out of jail by ratting out the drug dealers that he was working for. Yeah, you got to be careful when you do that. The drug dealers have tempers, usually. Yeah, so to stay safe and outside of their reach, he's staying at Linda's house, which, by the way, is the house he lived at when they were working with him. (laughs) Oh, he should probably go somewhere else. Yeah. Eric tells Linda, look, he doesn't want to interfere. And she she lets him stay there for a couple days, but then she's got a new life. He can't, can't do this. And he says... He wishes she would be back with him, but she, he's not going to interfere. And she agrees to take him to a motel. She's just going to go get his car a couple blocks away and drive him to a motel. Oh, okay. And Linda gets jumped at night. Oh, no. No. Not, not with the same dramatic effect as Allison getting carjacked and screaming, oh, God, against a chain link fence. <laughs> but it was still a moment. Oh, God. Poor Linda. She you said- know what else was a moment? What? McDonald's. <laughs> in 1994. My God, what sale is it? What do they have? What do they have? Yeah, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> there was a time, Mary, when you could go to McDonald's. Yeah. You could get your burger. Mm-hmm. You could get your fries. Yeah. Supersized at this time. Yeah. And you could buy Garth Brooks CD. <laughs> remember that either but it sounds plausible or tape or whichever oh i'm gonna have to get the tape in the 90s i didn't have a cd player yet in the car what the fuck were they thinking what market research said you know what you need tapes and cds at mcdonald's well i don't know if you i do remember you could get popular movies sometimes for sale at mcdonald's like i remember the year home alone came out you could get home alone at mcdonald's yeah this was right around that time so maybe, I don't, you know, it was a different time and media was harder to get your hands on. Like it, it was ephemeral. It was only when it was on TV, watch it usually. 
All right. Well, that scene where Linda gets jumped was the last scene of the episode. Let's begin with the very beginning. Okay. Uh, there's a, a staff meeting at Models, Inc. All right. Are they a, in the conference room? They're in the conference room. Uh, a staff meeting, by the way, where all the independent contractors apparently have to show up. Oh. That's yeah, not- the, yeah, the photographers, random side model, like everybody's there. <laughs> do they have enough chairs? Uh, no, they don't. They most definitely do not have enough chairs. Then you know you what this would not go well for me because I would never get there early enough to get a chair. And they would No. Need- no. But I can tell you this, it's a modeling agency. So if they brought in a dozen bagels or donuts, there would still be some for us when we arrived, Mary. I would be sitting pretty. Now, would they be vegan donuts? Probably not. So one one less person to compete for the jelly-filled confections. <laughs> Can you eat the bagels? Some of them, yeah. I just assume all. I think that's a good choice. Yeah. Well, um, we learn that uh, through a conversation with Cynthia that Julie is going to throw a thank God it's over party because remember, the murder mystery is over. All the murder and the killing and ay 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 ay. Hillary comes in and announces that Stephanie confessed and that to the murder and the shooting of David and the shooting of Brian. And she seems very comfortable talking about her top model being thrown over a balcony, her son being shot, uh, another one of her models that she dragged back from Iowa being held at gunpoint, forced to make out with another shooting victim. She just says, it's time we all move on. You know what? Sometimes when you're the boss, you have to just set the tone. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to move on now. And Hillary says, I am excited to introduce a new model. She came and wants us to represent them. And she's someone I consider to be a gift. Oh, nice. I would like you all to meet Monique Duran. Bum, bum, bum. And in she walks and everyone is shocked. Oh, my God. Guess who's late to the meeting, Mary? Well, if I were there, it would be me. No lies detected. <laughs> is it Linda? She seems like she might be the kind who's late. Uh, think dramatic effect, Mary. Um, is it Carrie? Carrie, the most beautiful sister in America. Most beautiful sister in America. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm calling her. I like that name. That, that holds up. So Carrie, the most beautiful sister in America, walks into a full conference room. Doesn't think to like sneak into the side and just kind of blend in. She says, oh, Hillary, what's this about a staff meeting? <laughs> There's one in every office. Someone oh, my God. Yeah. Who um, at your last job, Mary? Who was it? Name them. It wasn't me. <laughs> okay. Um, so Carrie is positioned in between Monique Duran, the most beautiful woman in America. Mm-hmm. Right. And Hillary, and she's facing Hillary. So her back is kind of, Carrie's back is kind of towards Monique. And Hillary kind of gestures towards Monique. And Carrie turns around and sees the most beautiful woman in America who had been her sister. And she just says, oh, my God, and falls backwards. <gasps> Does she faint? <laughs> no, this is, not, this is not some cheesy 90s sitcom. She just falls backwards. Just falls over like the back of her chair went out. Like, she just, just yes, yeah, she just has to be held up by, I believe, uh, David and Hillary. I can't say I've ever done that. I mean, <laughs> oh, oh, breaking news, breaking news, live oh. at 10, live at 10. Okay, U.S. troops are moving out of Berlin. Great, 
Yep, they lowered the U.S. flag for the last time at the American military base in Berlin, Germany. Are we back there yet? <laughs> Seems like we might want to be. You know, with Ukraine, the Germans are remilitarizing, which I think is something we all agreed was not necessary. I, you know, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only other thing I didn't mention is that party where um, Carrie goes for a swim. We learn a couple of things. Julie tells Cynthia she has to pay $30 to chip in for the food and booze since she lives at the model house. Okay. We also learn that because Linda found a new place to stay, Monique gets to move in as well. That seems fast, but okay. Yeah. Now, how many bedrooms are in this place? Impossible to say. We're never going to know. <laughs> it's kind of like that apartment next to Amanda's over at Melrose Place. How long has it been there? We don't know. It was always there. Anyway, Sarah... Uh, This is the other thing we learned. I took a special joy in this. Uh, Talks about how this is nothing compared to the field parties she had in Iowa. (laughs) Oh, that story checks out. I could see her talking about that. (laughs) That's like the the gravel pit parties here. That was always the thing. Isn't that terrible? Oh, my God. I can't. For the record, I never went. I was a nerd. Everybody else did. So, Mary, there we have it. The stage is set. Brian is going to be interested in Monique. I mean, everybody's going to want Monique to be Terry Spencer, and we'll see how she handles that. Do you think they're going to decrimp her hair? I bet slowly, yes. Yeah, that makes sense. I can mm-hmm. see. Wow. So, Mary, there's no murder mystery to check on. So here's, here's the tea. Here's the question. Are you going to start watching the series? Um... Not yet. <laughs> I will say, I do think it's less no than it was at the beginning. It's less what? It's less of a no than it was at the beginning. The answer is still no, but it's, it's, it's less strong. <laughs> um, you do a really good job summarizing it. So I have... No, I, I, you do. You do a fine job. And <laughs> possibly at some point, if I ever run out of other things to watch... I might go on YouTube and see if I can watch this and or the commercials that are on it. Okay. Now, Mary, but for all you know, I'm making up whole characters and storylines. You know, that's possible. It's possible. But I feel like there are at least a couple of listeners to this who probably are familiar with that show and would call you out. Mm-hmm. And also, um, I just, I know how seriously you take the that is Melrose Place. And I have a hard time... I don't. I think you would too seriously to to treat it with such disrespect. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> let's let's just take a break for a month. Let's check back in this in another month. Okay, that sounds great to me. Wait, seriously, how, how long does this show go on? How many episodes are there? <laughs> Man, I told you this, right? So it goes to season seven of the original run, but then there's the re- the reboot season. So there's how many reboot seasons? Just the one so far. So far. Okay. But there's also, but then Mary, there's the, the Amazon has the true story of Melrose Place movie that we should cover. Oh God. How long? Yeah. And, and. 
Models Inc. has to be covered too. Wait, what the hell is Models Inc.? It, it's a two-season spinoff. Of what? What do they? Of, of Melrose Place from the lady from Dynasty was on it, I think. The lady from Dynasty, my God, this was like a whole industry. And I do think nine hundred two one zero to get to understand where this show came from is probably worth exploring. I I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> and then when Allison left, she went to Allie McBeal. Does it have anything to do with the contents of Melrose Place? I just feel like, how do you really want to be an expert in this or not? I mean, I think you know the answer to that. <laughs> okay, so we're in for all of it. Oh, God. 